The Senate decides to spend another $100 billion on everything but this country, because every other country, I guess, is more important. Joe Biden refuses to take a cognitive test at his yearly physical exam. Don't quite know what they're hiding, because last I heard, he's really sharp. And why does the media suck at condemning trans violence? This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. So this podcast might be a little later today simply because i got to change the toilet. Yeah, there's a to- we got a backed up toilet. Actually, it's not backed up. It just won't flush. It just doesn't work. But yeah, it looks like my day is going to be spent dealing with that major, major issue. And uh, now I'm just waiting for someone to come over and deal with it. Uh, so... With that being said, let's get to the news. Oh my gosh, I just saw the date today and it is February 13th, which means tomorrow is the greatest Hallmark card holiday of the year, uh, Valentine's Day. I guess I'm going to have to get my wife something or will be divorced by the 15th of February. So let's get through this and then I'm going to have to go run over and get myself, get my wife a card or a flower or something. I don't know. I hate this holiday. I really do. Okay. So let's talk about some news. Uh, Joe Biden's is it's, I'm sorry. This month is not working out for Joe Biden. Right now, Tony Bobolinsky is being interviewed in a closed-door session in Congress. And they're going to be talking about... Tony Bobolinsky, if you don't know, was the business partner of Hunter Biden. So th- this is one of those witnesses that Democrats keep saying we don't have that has been talking now for the last, I don't know, four or five years. And he's going to be talking about the Chinese government. He's going to be talking about Russia. He's going to be talking about how he enabled, that Joe Biden enabled his son, helped his son with these countries so that he could have some sort of income. So this is part of the impeachment inquiry. Uh, Again, this is, it's not going to be public, which is, I think, very cool. Because this guy can say what he wants to say, and we can see the Democrats basically fumble and mumble about. But, um, yeah, this is going to be bad. And it just keeps getting worse for Joe Biden. So, the Senate, in other news, the Senate also passed a $95 billion national security supplemental package. This package will give $60 billion to Ukraine, $14 billion to Israel. billion of humanitarian assistance to Gaza, and $5 billion for the Indo-Pacific. I'm assuming that's Taiwan. Now, here's the problem. They're giving $14 billion to Israel, and basically they're giving $9 billion to Gaza, which means they're giving it to Hamas. So I'm not exactly clear what this all entails, you're giving nine billion dollars to the country, to the group of people that Hamas, that Israel is trying to eradicate. So I'm pretty sure that nine billion dollars is not going to food for all the twelve billion little children that are being killed, according to Twitter. 
So this is an absolute disaster. The other question is the $60 billion to Ukraine. Again, $60 billion more dollars to Ukraine. No off-ramp with their war. We don't know where this money is going. There's no accountability whatsoever. We're just adding that, that wet fart Zelensky another $60 billion. And he's not really... Now, more than likely, a lot of this is going to United States contractors. And the United States contractors produce weapons for Zelensky. And they send it back and forth. But the reality is the fact that there is no accountability for this money. We're not sending weapons. So there's no accountability for this money. We don't know where it's all going. And I'm pretty sure all $60 billion is not going to U.S. weapons manufacturers. I'm sure there's a little bit of that money that's going into some pockets. For example, the wet fart Zelensky's pockets. It's just amazing how we start throwing money all over the place. Now, the final vote was 70 to 29. 22 Republicans voted yes. I kind of understand why they want to give the money. But again, I would like you to break up these bills. We should not have bills like this. So, for example, we should have a bill for Ukraine. We should have a bill for Israel. We should have another bill for humanitarian aid to Gaza, whatever that means, which means aid to Hamas. We should have another bill for the Indo-Pacific. We should not just be making these mass bills. And by the way, just a little FYI, our national debt has surpassed $34 trillion. I keep hearing from the Biden administration, the deficit is gone. They've cut the deficit. The deficit has gone from about, I don't know, $28 trillion to $34 trillion under Joe Biden. I'm still waiting to see the deficit cut. It, here's the thing. There's a big debate now. There's a, there's a huge debate out there about giving all this money to Ukraine, giving the money to Israel, giving the money to Gaza. And, you know, where's this money going? There's another thing that we really, that really should be debated more is our national debt. Because our national debt is going out of complete control. And we keep spending this money. And this money is not being spent well. And the only way we're going to get out of debt is by raising taxes or austerity. Personally, I'd like to see some austerity. I would like to see that all of these nanny state programs that this government keeps pushing, these nanny state programs need to go away. Welfare, food stamps, uh, Obamacare, all of these, these bullshit uh, student aid, all of these bullshit programs that they've got out there need to be cut. And they need to cut bad. Now, I'm not talking Social Security. Because a lot of people, well, you just don't want Social No, no, no. First off, Social Security is something you pay into. That's what the government owes you. You paid into that. So I'm not talking Social Security. Social Security, they should give us, and they should raise it with inflation. Because the reality, we give them that money, and they use that money, and they should be making interest on that money. Now, we know it's not what they're doing. Social Security is a Ponzi scheme. They take Social Security from Gen X and give it to the baby boomers. Then they're going to take it from the millennials and give it to Gen X. And then the big problem is our 
population is going down. So now Gen Z doesn't have much of a population. So the millennials are really effed. And the millennials don't have much of a population. So Gen X, yeah, they're not going to see a lot. But the fact of the matter is we have been paying into that. We should get that back. That's not a nanny state program. But every other nanny state program, it's got to go away. And I think the only way we're going to do this when this debt comes to a point where we cannot pay anything, but the we can't even pay the interest on the debt, it's going to be time to enter, enter these austerity programs to bring down that debt. Okay, in other news, and not good news for the Biden administration, inflation rose again. It bumped up to 3.9%. Uh, it was expected to go down, but it didn't. Uh, they Food, groceries, the big stuff, gasoline, groceries, rent, all went up 0.3%. They expected that to, to drop down. So it moved to 3.1%. Remember I told you a couple of months ago, gas has gone down. And basically gas went down because of the drilling that Biden allowed. Well, Biden changed his mind. So the drilling has been kind of put on hold. And he basically did that out of pure malice against Texas because Texas produces a lot of oil. So suddenly our energy costs are going up because now natural gas is not being pumped out of Texas anymore. Um, and then, of course, food. Food does not seem to be going down at all. I don't know where they're saying food is going down. Now, mind you, this is year over year. So it went up 3.1% this year. I mean, it went up 3% last year. And the year before, it went up 9%. So it, it just keeps going up. It keeps adding up. Um, everything else has remained steady. Everything else has gone up 0.2, 0.3, And we end up with 3.9% inflation. Now, this is going to be a real problem for the Fed. They don't know what to do. They have no freaking idea, which is why the Fed, we shouldn't have a central bank. The Fed should not be running anything because the Fed doesn't know what they're doing. We should just allow, we should just I'm thinking one of the things, if this country is going to get back, we have to go to, back to laissez-faire economics, which is going to be, which is scary. But we need to go into pure, free economics. No taxes. Businesses fight each other. And the economy gets back to normal where there is... When you have, here's the beauty with laissez-faire economics. Yes, there's injustice and crap like that. But when you get to laissez-faire economics, guess what the, the inflation rate ends up being? Zero. Because people sell what, they, what their wares at the price it's worth. Right now, the government has their little fingers into everything. So the regulations taxes, employment taxes, all this stuff raises the price. They give money. The United States government gives money out, which means they have to raise taxes somewhere, usually corporate taxes. Don't forget, the corporate taxes is 27%. It's very high in this country. I think he raised it to 20. It's between 24 and 27%. Well, that's affecting inflation. And then the government's spending money and people are getting money and they're handing it to, they want stuff and the stuff's not there and that raises inflation. 
The government needs to go away. The government has proven it does nothing but F everything up. The government needs to get rid of the centralized uh, Fed. They need to get rid of the central bank. The government needs to stop asking for taxes, except for, let's say, well, I mean, they should charge some taxes, but they should be living on maybe 5% taxes, not the astounding 30% taxes they're living on right now. 5% taxes is enough to, to raise an army, is enough to protect the border. Because in all honesty, that's all the government's for anyway. All these politicians, all of these, the court justice, they shouldn't be earning a salary. All this crap where a president earns $2 million a year, that's all brand new. That stuff didn't exist when George Washington, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, all the presidents, all the founding fathers had to leave the presidency. Not because they were old and senile like Joe Biden, but because they had to go back to their businesses because they weren't making money. Senators and congresspeople, they never needed term limits because they didn't earn money and they just basically went, they were a civil servant. They went in there to do their duty and then leave and get back to business so they can make money because they weren't making money in politics. The term career politician was unheard of when this country started. But taxes and them voting them voting raises for themselves over the years has made the government into the monster it is. We need to get rid of the government. It's essentially what we need to do. And when I say get rid of the government, go back to the government we had. Go back to the small government where it only did three things. The federal government only had three jobs. Create an army, secure the border, uh, well, treaties, create treaties with other countries. And so there are four things. And finally, um, resolve interstate commerce problems. That's all the federal government was there for. Nothing else. <coughs> well, I mean, inflation's not going to go down. This is all bad news for Joe Biden, by the way. This is all bad news for Joe Biden. The other uh, problem Joe Biden has, and by the way, Joe Biden, what is he doing about it, right? He's got it. I came out of the store, out of Walmart, with three bags of groceries. It cost me almost $200. Groceries. Yes, there was some meat in it, but meat has gotten out, out, out just out of control. But there are also vegetables. There's a lot of garbage out there. It, the money is, is incredible. And we keep hearing it's bad. So Joe Biden does two things, okay? The first thing he does is he sits back and he says, there is no inflation. It's going perfectly. Inflation is down. Well, he can say that inflation is down because it was at 9.5% in the middle of his presidency. Now it's only 3.9%. We seem to be... This government seems to be thrilled with that. Well, they're not thrilled, but they're, they're happier than it was when it was 9%. And then the other thing that Joe Biden does is probably the most evil thing in the world. He blames corporations. He did it for raising their prices. So here he is. He does it before the Super Bowl, bitching about something called shrinkflation. 
Now, shrinkflation is basically uh, for the product that you buy, you get less of it for the same price. So a company has a choice, like let's say Snickers bar. The Snickers could either raise the price of the candy bar or make the candy bar smaller. So in order not to raise the price of the candy bar, they basically just make the candy bar smaller. So here he is blaming corporations for actually making their products smaller and charging the same price. The Super Bowl Sunday. If you're anything like me, you like to be surrounded by a snack or two while watching the big game. You know, when buying snacks for the game, you might have noticed one thing. Sports drinks bottles are smaller. A bag of chips has fewer chips, but they're still charging it just as much. And as an ice cream lover, what makes me the most angry is that ice cream cartons have actually shrunk in size, but not in price. I've had enough of what they call shrinkflation. It's a ripoff. Some companies are trying to pull a fast one by shrinking the products little by little and hoping you won't notice. Give me a break. The American public is tired of being played for suckers. I'm calling on companies to put a stop to this. Let's make sure businesses do the right thing now. I like I like the uh, drums in the background. I think that is really ethnic. Well, here's the problem, old Joe. It's either they raise the prices or they shrink the product. It's going to be one of the two. Either way, the prices have gone up. And here's the big problem, because he likes to sit there and point that these corporations are um, are greedy. Where was this greed when Trump was president? There was no greed when Trump was president. And the other thing is, where is the, where, what is it with this administration? Is the economy going gangbusters and doing great? Or is there inflation? Which is it? Because the answers seem to come from both sides of your mouth. There's shrinkflation, but there's no inflation. The economy's great. <laughs> this is the problem the Biden administration has. They blame everything else. They blame everybody else without blaming, pointing the fingers to themselves. The economy is run by the central bank, by the Fed. The president creates the policies that the Fed runs by. The, uh, the government creates the policies that the corporations need to run by. The government has gotten so big, they now control the supply chain. That's why the Department of... And we found this out after the pandemic, where the Department of Transportation has become really important because they're the ones who are in charge of the supply chain. This is the problem with big government. And I'm not even necessarily blaming Joe Biden. This isn't this economy is Joe Biden's fault. But the reality is the government's just too big. It needs to be cut down. Now, speaking of this, uh, one of the bigger problems that Joe Biden has is that he's senile. That's part of the reason we're having so many problems with this economy is that we got a senile old man as president. He doesn't know what's going on. The guy shows up at the White House at 9, 10 o'clock, shows up in his office 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. He's done by about 2, 3. He'll probably be in bed by 6. That is the reality. There's already a lid today. A lid. Karen Jean-Pierre did her news conference at 9 o'clock or I, yeah, nine o'clock, eight o'clock Eastern, uh, eight o'clock Western time, which is 11 o'clock Eastern time, almost three hours early. And that's it. 
We're done. Oh, wait, we, we are going to get a Biden remark. There we go. We are getting, Biden is going to talk at about, so that one o'clock. So it'll be just in time for him to leave. And then Joe Biden disappears on Friday. He's gone till Monday. I. It's just this, this administration doesn't take any anything serious. They are not serious about anything. So one of the things that's really scary is he is senile. People all see it. We've known this for three years. We knew this during his campaign, but he was running against Trump and Trump bad. So people voted for Biden thinking things would be normal. Well, I guess things are normal if things are being run by a senile old man. Nothing should be surprising. Well, after the Robert Herr report, um, for some reason, the reporters are beginning to ask questions about Joe Biden being senile. So one of the things that's coming up is Joe Biden's physical, yearly physical. It'll be this month, next month. And I think it's next month, actually. And Karen John Pierce being asked, do you need, is he going to get a cognitive test? And by the way, the media is not on Biden's side anymore. The media is now talking about Kamala, a Kamala Harris, Gavin Newsom ticket. I crap you not. That's what they're talking about right now. What a effing disaster that would be. And talk, they might as well just roll out the red carpet for Trump if that happens. And Karen Jean-Pierre, again, when she's asked a question, if it's more than 13 seconds long, you know she's already bullshitting you. So here she is yesterday being asked about a cognitive exam in the president's physical. And uh, of course, she could just say, no, he's not going to have a cognitive exam. But no, she goes for about a minute and a half. So let's listen to this exchange. Might be taking place. So he will have a physical uh, when we uh, when we have uh, information on that. So obviously, we will uh, certainly share that with all of you. It will be transparent. There will be a uh, a, a comprehensive uh, report, as we have done the last two years. Just don't have a just don't have a timeline for you. Do you, do you plan on the press getting a heads up before the physical happens, or will we find out once it has taken place? We're going to do it the way that we've done it the last two years. It's not going to be anything different. So the way that we've approached this the last two years will be the same way that we do this uh, and, this year, this third does, year. Does the White House think that the the idea of the president taking a cognition test, a cognitive test, as a part of this uh, physical is a legitimate idea, particularly just on the heels of the special counsel report, more polling, as my colleague Selena just mentioned, showing that many American people have concerns about that? Look, I got this question last week as well, and I'm just going to say what the what uh, Dr. O'Connor is kind of a uh, what he said to me about a year ago uh, when the report came out last year, uh, obviously on his physical, uh, which is the president proves every day how he operates, how he thinks, right? But by dealing with world leaders, by making really difficult decisions on behalf of the the American people, whether it's domestic, whether it's national security. And so he shows it every day on how he thinks, how he operates. Uh, and so that is how uh, that is how the Dr. O'Connor sees it. And that's how I'm going to leave it. What do you think about the idea of taking that kind of a test? I mean, look, uh, and I talked about this last week, too, on, on I believe, whenever, on Friday, uh, I have known this president since 2009. Uh, 
I he is not just uh, my my boss, but, you know, he's also some a mentor to me. And I spent sometimes countless hours with him, whether it's in the Oval Office, uh, whether it's on the road. And I believe for me, you're asking me my personal opinion, uh, he is sharp. Uh, he is on top of things. He, When we have uh, meetings with him, with his staff, he's constantly pushing us, getting, trying to get more information. And so that has been my experience with this president. Uh, anything else outside of that, uh, I just shared with you what Dr. O'Connor said to me. Uh, and so I'll just leave it there. Okay, first off, bullshit. She doesn't spend hours with the guy. She doesn't. She, she half the time doesn't even know how to answer questions directly involving the president and his duties on that day. She can't answer them because she doesn't know. She's got that big freaking binder and there's like, I don't know, I don't know. That's all that must be in that binder. So... As far as her sitting for hours having meetings, first off, no one believes he can sit for hours at a meeting. No one believes she sits with him for hours. Not the way she answers questions. I'm sorry. And second off, this is the, the same thing she brings up every time. All you have to do is look at him. All you have to do is see him. Karen, we've seen him. We've seen what he's done. The country is a disaster right now. We're a third world country because of this a-hole. We see what he's doing. We hear him speaking. You say you sit with him for hours. He's not in the White House for, for, for hours. We don't believe you. You're lying. You'd be a better press secretary if you sat with the president and found out what he thought for hours. Not to mention, you know, they won't do the cognitive test. Can I ask you a quick question? Why not? Why not? All of this, if he is so sharp, okay, Trump did a cognitive test because guess what? The media said Trump is losing his mind. So he did a cognitive test. It was best. Remember? It was the best cognitive test ever. It, that kind of thing. That's what happened. I'm sorry. It was the best cognitive test ever. Okay, so don't tell us that. Everyone is questioning his cognitive abilities. In other words, whether he's senile. So if he's so sharp, he should be, have no problem with the cognitive test. They say three words, dog, cat, mouse. Then they ask him another question. Then they ask, what three words did I say? That's the cognitive test. Why doesn't he take, why don't they release the Robert Herr tapes? And this is something that has been brought up to her. Well, you know, um, all of those interviews were recorded. You could release those tapes. And then you hear, oh, well, they're classified. Is the death of Bo Biden classified? He said he couldn't, Robert Herr said he couldn't remember when his son was born. Is that classified or his son died? Is that classified? Why don't you release that segment? Why don't you release the segment when he was asked when he was vice president? He couldn't answer it. Release that segment. They won't do that because he is senile. It's just incredible to me that these guys, they must think that people are stupid. 
Even people I know that don't follow politics know that he's senile. Because this shit goes viral every time he F's up. This goes viral on the internet. But hey, they're going to go with this. That's fine. So it'll either be... I I cannot wait for the summer. I cannot wait for the summer. Because in the summer, they're going to have the Democratic National Convention. And I cannot wait to see what surprise is going to happen. I will actually watch the three days of that convention. Because I can't wait to see it. Whether who's going to replace him, who's... Is Michelle Obama going to come out? Is Gavin Newsom going to run? Is Kamala Harris going to run? What is going to happen? Or is Joe Biden going to sit there and run, which will guarantee Trump wins, by the way? Hey, things are not getting better in the country. I have been warning that, yes, unemployment keeps falling. Unemployment, I, I take that back. Unemployment does not keep falling. Unemployment keeps adding jobs, but for some reason, unemployment's not falling. You ever wonder why? Because the same person is getting two jobs. Because people are just moving from one job to the other. And now we hear, and they don't mention this anymore. I'm sorry, this is way longer than I wanted to go, but I'm getting angry at this whole thing. Joe Biden is sitting there telling, well, wages are up. Well, do you know why wages are up? Wall Street Journal has an article. Wages are up because hours are cut. People are no longer working 40 hours. They're working 32 hours. So, of course, wages are up. Absolutely incredible. Uh, and then a lot of the wages are up artificially. We're raising, we keep raising the... Uh, California just raised the salaries of McDonald's workers to $20 an hour. That person who doesn't understand you at the drive through window and will inevitably F up your order is earning $20 an hour. Yeah, 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 wages are up. That's great. Okay, let's get to our dumbass of the day. Okay, this... And this, this is pretty much going to go with the theme for the rest of the stories today, this dumbass of the day. This is a, this is a guy from Michigan who is so suing his ex-boyfriend because he decided to cut off his balls and become a woman. And he left his balls in the refrigerator at his ex-boyfriend's house. Now, his ex-boyfriend had the balls in his refrigerator for over an hour and finally threw out the balls. So this guy, whose name is Brianna Kinsley, has decided to identify as a Muslim woman. And he wants $6,500 because he lost his balls. His balls are thrown out. And it, he had a relationship with his balls. He named them, I, I shit you not, he named them D's Nuts. Incredible, incredible. Let's listen to this, this story here. This is amazing. So in Mr. Wojciechowski's response, he admits that he possessed 
the medical specimen, and he admits that he disposed of them. Okay. I am suing for the return of them and damages in the amount of $6,500. She had had her testicles removed, I believe if I recalled correctly, it was March 23rd, and they were left in the fridge. I wanted nothing to do with it. I thought it was odd, but I try not to judge because everybody's a little different. It's what made her happy, whatever. I want nothing to do with them. Um, I'm not one for body parts and all that stuff. It's kind of gross, actually. Um, it's part of her twisted humor, not mine. And so they were in the house from March, April to... They were there from April 2022 until July of 2023 when I disposed of them. Yeah, so because um, that physical anomaly has been a point of stress in my life since I can remember. And my middle name that I chose is D because my whole life I've been called Big D. I'm D from the D, and I thank God that these D's nuts were extracted, and they were put into a biohazard bag, and for shits and giggles, I put them in a mason jar, and I put them in the fridge next to the eggs. Um, so let me ask you this, was the conversation ever from you, I'm done with you, could you please get your, your testicles out of my refrigerator? That never came up, and if they were so important to her, I don't understand why she didn't grab them then. So, so the amount that I'm claiming is for the damages of not having these nuts with me. I want them in my fridge, not his. I'm not sure why he would want to keep them. The damages were the loss of these nuts. Well, here's the thing. He didn't want to keep them. That's why he threw them out after a year. And you didn't claim them. They obviously weren't that important to you. And the other thing is, they couldn't have been important to you because you cut them off of your body, you sick bastard. Okay, here's the thing. This guy is probably going to win. Because the other guy is only gay. And this guy is a trans-Muslim woman. So, again, he's way higher on the victim hierarchy. Now, you may say to yourself, this is a, gotta be a parody. It can't be real. And I thought the same thing. That's why I didn't play this right away. I waited a few days. Because I was looking at the community notes thinking, this cannot be real. Well, there are no community notes to this day. So, apparently, this is not a parody. It could be. I don't know. I probably should have done a video cast if you'd seen how ridiculous this guy looks. Dressed in a hijab or whatever the hell thing he's wearing on his head. You, you know it. But the point of this dumbass of the day is not only just to show you how crazy people have gotten. It's to tell you how crazy the trans community has gotten. And we continue as a society to enable this insanity. So let's take a look. And this insanity, by the way, is doing violence to the to our society. It, it they are actually hurt, killing us, sexually abusing us, and we're excusing it. Violence by these crazy people. We're excusing it because they can't. They they're not sure whether they're men or women. 
Here is an example. The shooter at the Joel Osteen Church, Lakewood Church. The police department, okay, I'll just read it. it it's according to the Post Millennial. This is an incredible story, and I know you're not going to believe it until I play the until I play the actual video audio clip, and I'm going to play the audio clip. The Houston Police Department gave a briefing on Monday and revealed that they, this is from the Post Millennial, by the way, that they conducted an investigation to determine the preferred pronouns of the Lakewood Church shooter. I shit you not. This, they actually investigated to find out whether this gal was a guy. His, her preferred pronouns. It turns out she is a woman acting like a man. The shooter, Janice Moreno, used pre previous aliases, including Jeffrey, but it has been determined that Moreno was female, per police. Quote, these are, discrep okay, these are discrepancies, the commander has sig uh, said commander has sig during the briefing. We do have reports she used some multiple aliases, including Jeffrey Escalante. She has utilized both male and female names, but through all our investigation to this point, talking with individuals, interviews, documents, Houston Police Department reports she's identified this entire time as female, she, her, and so we are identifying her as Janice Moreno, Hispanic female. They actually had to investigate what she is. Let's listen, Let's listen to this uh, genius over here. So she has utilized both male and female names. But through all of our investigation to this point, talking with individuals, interviews, documents, Houston Police Department reports, she has been identified this entire time as female, she, her, and so uh, we are identifying her as Genesee Moreno, Hispanic female. There were two weapons. Because that's what's important, whether we get her pronouns right. By the way, I think she was a woman that transitioned into a guy. This is still all very hazy. How about this? Why did she do it? Well, they came up with another, and by the way, they came up with another excuse, and this is going to be the excuse used because she is a guy or whatever, okay? And it was going to be, she's nuts. Because you cannot, you cannot say that a trans person is, you cannot just blame, you cannot say that the trans person is the killer, that this person is obviously insane. I think this is correct. She is insane. But you can't necessarily say that, you know, you, you can't look deeper into it. For example, she's pissed off at Christians. You can't, you can't say that. You can't look at it any deeper than it is. You could blame the guns, but you can't really blame the guns here because she bought the long rifle legally and she was already insane. So again, the system failed. You can't say it's because she hated Christians because trans people are peaceful. Remember, it's genocide against trans people. So you can't say any of this stuff. So they just basically say, she's crazy. The story will disappear. Her son, who turned out to be seven years old, is going to die. They, they 
do not see it. He's apparently brain dead. So he's going to die. So the only person who died was her son. And look the other way. Media will not discuss it. It hasn't been on television at all, except Fox News. Fox News has said, you know, this gal is a trans gal. Why are there so many trans shootings? Well, there's reasons there are so many trans shootings. But don't forget, whenever the left is faced, and by the way, she, she is a leftist. She, on her rifle, she had Free Palestine written on it. So she is a leftist. So what's the media going to do? Get rid of the story. It, it's a bad story. A trans person trying to commit a mass shooting. Uh, uh, and of course, they don't want to talk about the story at all because even if they say she's insane, the question comes up, well, yeah, she's insane. Trans people are nuts. And what made her insane? Could it have been the hormones? Could it have been, you know, the fact that she thinks she's trans, the suicide rate's 40%? Could What, what could it have been? They can't question this story. This story has to disappear in the media. MSNBC, CNN, AP, uh, Reuters, they'll all ignore the story because it is just way too close to the breast. And then there comes to the point, there have been six mass shootings in the last year by trans people. Last couple of years by trans people. Some of the most hideous shootings that are on the news media for hours on end have been by trans people. They make up 0.6% of the population. Yet they're committing a lot of the uh, mass shootings. Why? Well, we're going to have to ignore that. Unless it's a white, straight, male, Christian, they don't want to touch it. Okay, speaking of that, um, this whole thing is going worldwide. This insanity it, with, with this trans group is going worldwide. So here's another story, and we're not going to get to all the stories because today was going to be Trans Day of Celebration. Um, this is by Redux, who I just started reading again. They've become an actual journalist outlet. Uh, they, they talk about a guy who, another trans person, who committed a sexual assault on their SkyTrain, which is their metro. So let's, according to Redux, the Metro Vancouver Transit Police say they, quote, don't know, end quote, if the primary suspect in a SkyTrain sexual assault is male or female, despite having recovered semen during the investigation. On February 8th, the Transit Police issued a press release pleading for any help to identify the suspect while photos of and videos showed what appeared to be a male with long hair, some basic information on the suspect was curiously omitted from the release. No pronouns were used, and no information on the suspect's sex was included. In a recorded phone call with journalist and Amy Hamm, Constable Amanda Steed said the information had been intentionally left out because the transit police were unaware unsure of how to refer to the suspect. Quote, We've left it out for a reason. It's because we don't know. The video evidence shows someone who would appear female, who is female presenting, but the physical as evidence is that of a genetic male, Steed said. 
She later confirmed to an email to Redux that the physical evidence is in fact the suspect's sperm. Despite claiming that the transit police didn't know what the sex of the suspect was, Steed, Steed admitted that they believe, in quotes, he had a penis. Quote, the suspect we believe does have a penis, said Steed, when asked if the victim was raped. But this video shows someone who appears to be female presenting, so that's why we left the gender out, because we weren't really sure how the person identifies. We didn't want to get it wrong. Can I let you in on something who gives a rat's ass how the suspect is presenting? And by the way, they have the pictures of the, uh, the suspect. Suspect is a black male, about 6'1", 6'2", with long hair. And apparently a dick. But we don't know what sex he is. He raped a woman, spread semen all over the place, but we can't call him a woman, um, a man. Absolutely incredible that we are giving criminals the opportunity to identify as whatever they want. By the way, this isn't the only story. I got two more that we're going to cover tomorrow. I'm not letting this go because this trans violence is, is becoming extreme. And the problem is this guy is going to get caught and he's either going to be sentenced to a women's prison where he's going to victimize more women or he's not, or as we'll see with the next couple of stories, He's not going to see prison at all. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. I hope you guys have a great day. God bless. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.